Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. My name is Andrew. And that's it. That's all of us for today. This yep. Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It's just it's a it's a good week where we get to to chill out and just slowly prepare ourselves for the uh, the turkey belly. The turkey belly. I'm going to try to wake up early enough on Thanksgiving that I can go to the two hour boxing class and maybe earn some of that turkey before I consume it. Yeah, I need to see if my gym's open that morning because I should also probably at least try. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Trying, I'm trying to hold myself to uh, to some self care. But I I missed uh, the gym last week entirely because I was on a business trip. Oh yeah, you were in San Francisco. Indeed, well, sort of. I mean, I got to go into the city one of my evenings uh, after I was done for the day, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I was in a little town called San Rafael on the north end of things. So a little bit out of the way, uh, but I did get to eat in and out That's so all that, that matters, I suppose. But you're in San really Francisco. Did you at least get a burrito somewhere? No. No. I So let's see here. I did in and out one night. I did. I went to Fisherman's Wharf and Pier 39 and did the touristy thing. Uh, yeah. On the second night and the third night, I got uh, Vietnamese food with a good friend of mine that I haven't seen for a couple of years. Did you eat at Fisherman's Wharf? Because I, there, I mean, there's just a really nice little Italian lunch place just sort of up a slight hill from there. My friend used to live around the corner. Yeah, no, I, I ate at Fisherman's Wharf. I did the super bougie um, touristy thing and I ate at Budin's, uh, which is the uh, sourdough place right there on the wharf. Ooh, nice. How was it? Uh, it was good. Uh, I I should have gone with my gut. I didn't get the the sourdough um, soup bowl. Why not? Because uh, the the guy who's hanging out with did, and I didn't want to copy his order. But I should have because the fish and chips, like the fish, is actually pretty decent. But then it wasn't chips. It was just like little shoestring fries that were kind of uh, sad. Boo. I ate like five fries, and I was like, and I'll just order room service when I get back to the hotel. No, oh, you need like a real thick French fry, like a. Steak fry almost, it's my opinion. Yeah, that, that wasn't really fish and chips. It was just some fried fish and some sh- and some fries. It wasn't yeah. the same. But, yeah. I mean, it was nice that uh, the, the weather was clear. We got to see the sunset. It was um, before heading into the city, we did a hike up to um, Ridge Battery, which is on the north end of the Golden Gate Bridge, and got mm-hmm. some gorgeous photos. The sun was starting to go down over the Pacific off to the right. We had the Golden Gate in front of us, the city, and Alcatraz off to the left. It was just beautiful. Uh, I I really wish I had been able to do an Alcatraz t- tour. I'm just such a I'm such a true crime buff that I just remember like being a kid and watching the episode of Unsolved Mysteries about whether or not those three men actually escaped from Alcatraz. And I I saw it from a distance and uh but like, I feel like every time I'm there, I'm not there to be a tourist. I've been twice, and one time was to, to, to hang out with a girlfriend and meet her kid, uh, and then the other time was to see the hold steady. Yeah, I mean, I I've been as a kid, and so I did the Al- Alcatraz tour as a kid and whatnot. So part of me wanting to go back to the wharf was just to kind of be like, oh, I was here when I was a kid for a family vacation, and kind of soak in some of those memories. Yeah. But, 
But yeah, no, overall, really good. And if nothing else, I got to eat in and out I had a three-by-three animal-style whole grilled onion with fries well done and a large Neapolitan shake. <sighs> Their fries, I guess you probably have to get them well done because the one time I've had them, I've just thought, these are soggy. Uh, so if I get the, I mean, no matter how you get the fries, one of the keys that people always forget is they put the salt packet on top for you. So they don't come super salty right out of the fryer. They let you decide how much salt, how much extra salt you want on them. And because I'm a glutton for flavor, I always do the whole salt packet. Oh, but Jesus. Gotta, that, that's, that's one of the little things that they do for you that it seems like it's really strange. I think it's rather considerate for people with with dietary considerations personally well i mean I yeah know. totally but like the whole salt packet andrew well it's not it's not a giant salt packet and there's a lot of fries <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah. getting them well done is one of those it's not on the menu as an option but every single in and out you'll ever go to knows that that's an option mm, of course uh, so they come out nice and crispy nice. Uh, almost um some of them almost end up like potato chip kind of crispy it's really mm. tasty goes really nice with the burger and uh yeah 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 i'm just saying all of that food 11 bucks after tax i'm sorry it's just it's it's incredible fast food yeah i i'm just i'm gonna let you have that and i'm not gonna argue with you but i just do want you to know i don't i don't agree okay well moving on what's new with you you had a uh, show this week, right? I had a show last night, and I know that I've... So I've played a bunch of shows lately, and uh, most of them I've gone DI with my um, The Amp by Milkman. And it's just right. been wonderful. Um, but last night I played at a, an art gallery. And it's not the first show I've played at an art gallery with this amp, but it was one where... Um, like the sound guy was all the way around a corner. It was very weird. It was at the Vera project. And there was only one, one monitor. And right. I could not hear myself at all. Like I kept asking the guy like, Hey, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up. And he kept like giving me the little thumbs up and he'd go back around the corner and turn, come back around out front to, to monitor things. And after the, thir- the third time of asking him to turn me up, I was like, I guess I'm just not going to hear myself. And uh, a couple of times since it was again, a gallery, it's like, kind of walked out in front of the crowd and played the guitar a little bit. Um, and I'm like, well, it does sound good out here. So at least I knew it sounded good. But uh, I, yeah, I just couldn't hear myself to the point where uh, at one of my, for one of my songs, there's a solo. And normally the drummer just like, will keep it going until I look around at him and kind of do like a, a, a signal basically for my solo to end. And pretty quickly I was like, I, I don't, I don't feel like solo. I don't want to solo when I can't hear myself. So, right. Yeah. So it was a good show. Um, it was at the Vera project, which I like because since it doesn't have a bar, people are more attentive. It's like people are there to see the music and not, you know, to go out, just have some live music and have a night out. Yeah, exactly. So it was good. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, that was good. We got paid, um, better than we expected to get paid. Uh, getting paid. Other fans on the bill were all quite good um Rakoma headlined and i really i, I oh, like fun. them a lot yeah um they're good good people sleepy gonzalez played right after us and they're also very good and good people and i forget the name of the fourth band but i heard them all and they were all yeah it was really it was a really strong strong bill and i'm glad that you know uh people came out just wish they'd put us uh, in the big room instead of the art gallery just because i know the sound is better in the big room 
Well, happens. No, I, and I definitely sympathize with the whole playing and not being able to hear because uh, I've had that happen to me before. Um, not playing direct, but I was, uh, my amps are in the back room, and I think I can't. I think we were running a uh, radial SGI to get the signal back there. Anyway, so they're in the back room, so I couldn't really hear my amps. And I was playing with in-ear solution only, so no, not even like sound monitors. And for some reason, the uh, my my amp channels cut out of the in-ear system, so they're going through the house, but no one could hear them in the in the in-ear. That's bad. So it was like a whole church service. I was playing completely blind. I was like paying extra attention to make sure I didn't kick on the wrong dirt pedal or too many, keeping track of how many stages I had going on because I didn't want to melt people's faces off. Man, there was one point where I turned on the grazer and somehow the volume of my grazer had gotten bumped all the way down. And I played it oh, and I'm no. like, okay, this is one quiet enough part where I should be hearing. And I looked down, I'm like, oh, I'll turn that back up to noon. It's like, oh, that always kills me. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, that. Because it's one of my favorite parts of the whole set is when I get to kick on that grazer by Dwarfcraft devices. That's a fun sound. Yeah, people always come up after shows and compliment that. But another weird thing that happened last night was I was setting up, and since we're it's a gallery and it, there's not really like a an elevated stage, someone came up to me and he's like asking me about my tuna tone. And as you know, I love talking about my tuna tone, but I was also kind of like, I'm I'm working right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. Go. Well, that's when you just say, Hey, here's a here's my podcast. You can hear all about it. Uh, no, I was just like. I'll tell you, I'll, let's talk later. Like I'm, I'm just, cause I was like trying to like work out the whole monitor situation. Like I was actively like talking to somebody and trying to figure something out. And someone comes up and it's like, Oh, that's a really cool guitar. Tell me about your guitar. I'm like, Whoa, let's talk about this later. It's not a great time. Now's not the time. And I'm working and I don't want to sound uppity and stuff, but like, I don't know. You're sounding pretty snobbish. You're you're getting too good for the layperson. Too good. No, I, I I like talking to people about the guitar stuff after after the show. It's one of my favorite things. Like if somebody wants to come up and talk about the guitars, I totally will. But after I'm not when I'm not on the stage and when I'm not making my way to the stage, because then I am working. <laughs> That's just me. No, that's just me. Overall, I would say that was a, a pretty solid experience, though. It was good. It was a good night. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we're playing Vera Project again, one of the Mondays in December. Um, if anybody is listening, interested. Uh, it is the 16th of December. We'll pl- be playing uh, Vera Project in the gallery again. So I'm going to bring a real amp, I think. <laughs> think you're going to bring one? <laughs> going to crank it? I just want to hear myself. Honestly, put it back behind the drummer and crank it so that the drummer can hear us because he complained that the only person you could hear, well, he didn't complain. He just said that the only person he could hear the whole show was the bassist whose amp was right next to him. Ah, uh, no. Oh, well, no. you can't win them all. No, it's, it's a, it's a necessary uh, thing to risk when going direct. It really is. And I think it's typically worth the risk. Like, again, I know I sounded great out in the crowd. The The singer from Rakoma came up afterwards because I've been talking about my amp. Mm-hmm. 
the milkman with him and he's like you're right that thing sounds great i'm like really because i couldn't hear myself at all he's like yeah it sounded really good out there i'm like okay all right wonderful that's great that's really good to know yeah yeah that's just that's all that's all i have to say about that all righty well changing gears a little bit today before we get into our topic we've got sponsors that kind of has to go hand in hand with the topic because i'm so thankful for our sponsors i see what you did there Uh ah so uh yeah let's talk about sponsors as as so, so um just so people understand like um I so I've just started doing uh, demos for pedals, and uh, I'd say the bulk of the demos right now are just things I bought on my own money. But there are a few companies that have been uh, gracious enough to um, send us product to review, and um, instead of getting you know paid to do these things, um, uh, it's usually this. Okay, as you don't care, um, but as part of that, I just want to give them shout outs on. Uh, on the on the podcast to thank them for uh understanding what we're doing and um respecting it and helping us grow that channel in a fun way for sure that being said um i this week want to shout out uh, old blood noise endeavors what what uh, they, they were on the podcast last week it was a lot of fun um i didn't want and... that podcast to end i was having a blast with those guys yeah, I didn't want to end either. I just had to go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get no. dressed. I had to put on that jumpsuit. That takes time. Um, you left, and then they were still on, and I, they were talking a little bit, and I was like, hey, by the way, like, I'm a huge fan, guys. Like, I kind of I geeked out just a little bit, and then we, we talked back and forth, and then I think they were I – think, I think it was time, and I was overstaying my welcome. And I felt <laughs> like, like I wanted the conversation to keep going, but I also like was picking up on the, all right, Andrew, you're, you're overdoing it. Don't, don't mm. be such a goob. Goob. Yeah. Goob. You were a bit of a goob. <laughs> I was excited. They're red, red. That's people. great. They're great. And I'm so stoked to try the Menom. Right. That's their new pedal. If y'all haven't been paying attention. So I um, was already uh, on cue to do a Menom demo. I don't have it yet. I'm really excited to, to spend time with it once I get it. Um, but they're also going to loan me the, the maw, which I think is their microphone audio workstation. Um, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun doing that. That was specifically requested by uh, a couple of our listeners, including Joe Braga. So what, Joe what? was real sweet, reached out to them and said that she wanted, uh, get offset to do a demo of the maw. And she told me that, so then I sent them an email and it's like, hey, can I just borrow one for, for a bit? So I'm, I just want to know if the Ma can make my voice sound good, because if a unit can do that, I like that. that's no small task. What if we do a whole episode where we just talk through the Ma? Ooh. Ooh. Actually, that sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. Now, I'm going to try it with a couple things. I want. I definitely want to do it with vocals, obviously. I want to try to mic up an acoustic guitar through it because um, I'm a big Nico Case fan. And something she did that I thought was really cool on her most recent record was um, they recorded a, a piano, uh, um, just an analog piano, mic'd it up, and then put that through a vocoder, which what? which made a really cool sound. So I want to try that with an acoustic guitar. I want to try it uh, actually miking an amp and putting it through the maw. Same with bass. I definitely want to try it on drums. And I think Sunday Crush is going to try to do like some sort of experimental song slash video 
using the maw in depth. Um, but I don't want to get ahead of myself on that one. We're still, we don't have it yet. So we don't know everything that it can do, but I want, I want to put that thing through the ringer. I want to, I want to take it to its, its, its most outer limits. Well, anyways, Emily is very excited about this. Yes. I'm also excited about our other sponsor. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I say, can I say, can ooh, I say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, we're, we're sponsored by Boss. Yes. Boss talk, Effects. Talk about legendary. Legendary. And they said. Legend, us- wait for it. Comes from Macau. Dairy. Legendary. Yeah, yep. so they sent me their new, um, their new looper slash rhythm workstation. And I've been i spent a little bit of time with it and it i love it it's it's so it's stereo you love that it's compact i love that um it has a a ton of different drum sounds in it it's smart it's intuitive you can save like a hundred like 99 to 100 things in it um and it's like to just take it out of the box and start using it was easier than i expected i i did read a lot of the instructions before I sat down with it as one needs to do with um, digital things, things with screens. But I thought it was pretty, like it just works like a, a looper. And then there's just so much more that you can do with it. It's so cool. It's Aaron Abubo approved. Uh, <laughs> oh, Aaron, I hope you're listening. It, it it's a rad it's a rad unit uh from everything i can see and i i can't wait to uh to steal that you just want to steal all my stuff stuff yeah no yeah. but all seriousness though uh s- s- huge shout out to boss slash roland you guys are i mean i don't even have to say this but you guys are incredibly legendary mm-hmm. somehow by some crazy coincidence you haven't played a boss pedal just go out and grab one. They're buy one used, buy one new. Just just put your hands on because they've made some of the most legendary effects that have built up what the industry is today. And if nothing else, it's just good to know what those sounds are and where we all came from. I mean, I'm turning I, around looking at my board right now, and I've got three u- boss units on my board right now. My cat loves boss units because she loves licking the rubber on them. And I've got one more on my shelf that isn't currently hooked up to anything, but it should be. Uh, yeah, I don't officially have a boss pedal on my board right now. I'm hoping to get their modulation station, and if I do, that's definitely going to be a mainstay. I can already tell. Nice. Nice. I just have to figure out how MIDI works. I mean, it's not that hard, right? I bought some MIDI controller for. Um, I ordered it for my for the Eventide H9. Uh-huh. If, if for nothing else, so that I can scroll bank up and down. <laughs> I hear Jedi are, are really good with um, MIDI, uh, specifically MIDI chlorians. Oh, I don't even know what that means, and I don't care. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, made it I, I apologize for nothing. I just made two people I, unsubscribe by not knowing what that means. Good. Use your anger. Good. I know what that. I, I can that. feel your anger growing. <laughs> I've seen all of the official movies that have been released in theaters. 
I think. Yes, I have. I just have not watched any of the shows or anything like that. And I won't because I don't plan on buying Disney+. Plus. Well, suit yourself. I have been watching The Mandalorian and I am halfway through watching The Resistance right now and I've already seen all released episodes of Clone Wars and Rebels and I'm anxiously waiting for Season 7 of Clone Wars to see that series finished out. Season 7? There's seven seasons of that? We're getting farther away from it. We should get back on track. (laughs) I'm just saying, Star Wars and Disney Plus, I mean... Are you thankful uh, for it? I'm, I'm very thankful for it. I bet. I'm thankful for a lot of things this week, um, which, fittingly enough, is uh, Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving week. Which, here in America, has an interesting history, which I'll choose not to get into. A troubled history. Yeah, it's just, we're not going to get into that. We're just going to choose to sit here, and we're going to be thankful for uh, the things around us. Yeah, I'll take it as as a a day to both be thankful for what we have, and also a day to maybe look back and promise to be better humans as white people and settlers than the people who came before us we're getting off track we're getting off track i know you got to go off track a little bit and i then i got to go off track and now i guess i'm we're gonna pull it back around pull it back around support native people pull it back around and thankfulness all right so in, in prep for this episode uh, here's what we're going to choose to talk about being thankful for to try and keep this focus. Cause the reality is, is we could go on and on and on and on and on about all of the particular people, things, stuff, stuff and things that we're all grateful for. And I, I think we're going to keep this a little bit more narrowed down. So uh, I think we should choose one brand, one artist and one product that we're thankful for. Is there anything else we should like one more category we should throw in there or should, should we keep to the three i think the so you said one brand one product and one artist one artist should we do one human or would that uh, fall under brand i was thinking that would probably fall under either brand or artist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now i want to do one human yeah. i want to add one human Okay. Or one group of humans. Okay. I know. I just have thankful for a lot of things, Andrew. And you can't. I know. Well, it's like asking me I. to pick my top record of the decade. I won't do it. Well, where do you want to start? Oh, we should all be. Do a start alphabetically. We should be thankful for one cat. Oh, I'm so thankful for Princess Carrie Fisher. She is. And I'm so thankful, thankful for Poppy. Uh, Percy's been kind of a butt lately. <laughs> But, <laughs> oh, Percy. But Poppy's been really adorable and has been extra snuggly lately. So it's been nice to wake up with Poppy being all snuggly. So do you want to, should we go um, alphabetically? Uh, I don't think I want to start with. Sure. Let's start with. I don't know if I want to. Let's start with oh, artist. Okay. Well, that's going to be hard. We're going for it. You go first. All right, I'll go first. Don't say Kanye. Uh, so, <laughs> I was about to just to mess with you, but that's not really who I'm. I called that. I knew you would year. do it. You know, I I thought about it. Um, uh, so Nickelback, no. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
in all seriousness, uh, I've, so I've talked about this band a handful of time on the podcast, and I've seen them in concert twice this year. I think the more and more I keep coming back to them and their lyrics and the, the sorts of things that they're willing to stand for, and I'm incredibly thankful for the lyrics. I'm thankful for the music itself, which is absolutely brutal and incredible, and um, as well as for the people in that band who are all just outstanding humans. I'm going to go with Silent Planet. Yeah, your buddies. Yeah. yeah, so Silent Planet is a uh, is a metalcore band out of the Los Angeles area, and they uh, they they center their lyrics on themes of um, discussing various injustices, and I think it's super rad. So they, they look at it from a really empathetic, humane perspective. So everything from um, looking at how we treat our veterans who come from home from war to looking at how we talk about mental health to even looking back at historical injustices, whether it be the use of atomic weapons in World War II or uh, the way that we've historically treated Native Americans in the U.S. Uh, I mean, they, and that's just to jump on a couple. They, they, they jump across so many different topics, and I think they do it so incredibly well where they, they don't go at it from a, a stance of condemning certain things and more of a we're speaking some life into the stories of certain things and saying, hold on a second. What, well, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And they're willing to question the status quo. And I, I think that if that's not metal, I don't know what is. Um, but also more importantly, it, if that's, if we're not okay with talking about these things and what are we doing? And then mega props to them for being willing to step out and uh, to, to jump for these topics. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So if you haven't listened to them, go, go check them out. Um, if you don't like metal, if you don't like screaming and distortion and all of that, uh, I'll choose to forgive you because it's Thanksgiving. But seriously, go Google their lyrics. I, I'm not even kidding. It's straight up poetry. Garrett is a lyrical genius, and the way that he tackles some of these stories and these topics is uh, will make you cry just reading through them, but also c- leave you reflecting on these sorts of things. So mm-hmm. Nice. That's nice. So I know that you had time to prepare, and I did not. Um, so I've just been kind of sitting here thinking, uh, which, which artist slash band I would want to pick. Um, and like, I really want to say big thief because, uh, just, I think the, the best band out there right now. But I think if I look back at the albums that have, and the performers that have, I've been able to share more with, with loved ones and have kind of brought me together with loved ones and just like have made me personally feel very very seen and also just want want to have a good time is is charlie bliss they released a, a record this year called young enough that i think is just a, a, a wonderful and criminally underlooked record um lyrically i think it's it's very strong and and um daring it's it's fronted by a woman named eva hendrix and uh it's not every day that you see uh, such a young performer um interested in talking about every kind of issue from uh the pains of growing up to being an over performer things that i relate to a lot uh she he, he just yeah um to talking about like birth control <laughs> and songs and abusive relationships and just it seems like nothing's uh off limits for them to talk about and then the melodies are great the band is tight it's just really wonderful beautiful fun arrangements 
And that's a band that Rick really turned, my husband Rick really turned me on to. Um, they released Young Enough, which I think is funny. They released on my 30th birthday, uh, <laughs> which is fitting. And uh, he got really into them. Uh, he took, it's the thing that we could share. He took me to see them. And then that was the show where like my cousin just, I hadn't seen her in four years. She just showed up in Seattle to go to my show and she was in town with a friend who was a big Charlie Bliss fan. So all of us went to the show together. Um, it was just so lovely to be able to spend, you know, a lot more time with um, with this person that I grew up always feeling close to, but geographically kind of far apart. She moved to Albuquerque when we were very young. Um, so we didn't really get to grow up together, but... So just, we're so we're so close in age. It was just so nice to to spend so much time with her. Um, so yeah, for kind of very personal reasons, uh, I'm gonna go with Charlie Bliss as an artist that I'm just so have been so thankful for this year, and uh, just continuously find myself being drawn drawn to their music. Alrighty. I mean, how many? I'm sorry. How many like sub twenty five year old? women are singing about like conception none of them none of them inconceivable <laughs> but it's something that you know, like you're young and you're you know a woman and you're young and you're having sex and you're thinking about it because it's, it's like it's like always kind of there uh whether or not you're on birth control and so just to, have, to hear somebody talk about it um just openly is is wild and really refreshing you keep using that word <laughs> which word I'm on a princess bride track now I'm sorry do you even know the name of the actor who says that line uh, and the, the well the, the character is Inigo Montoya the actor oh, ah. um, Mandy Patinkin yes, he's got such a lovely singing voice he's really? Tony he, uh, he was the first person to I forget what they call this. He debuted the role of uh, Che Guevara in Evita on Broadway. Well, I take back my favorite artist. Uh, it's always meant to be taken. Evergreen content. <laughs> there's just no running out there. All right. So we've talked about artist. Yes. Brand. It's your turn to go first. I am. Go. This is going to sound so weird because he's a friend uh gun street wiring is a brand that i'm very thankful for this year um and just in general in the past 24 hours <laughs> uh <laughs> there's a story here I can, I can tell well i i was turned on to to sean's company uh gun street wiring um through 60 cycle hum when i was building my first mustang at first i was like I'm going to do all this wiring myself. I'm going to wire up the switches. I can do this. I can do this. I failed so hard and I was upset. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I just, why do I? And I was just like, had that, that thought in my head, like, why do I ever think I can do anything? And so I reached out to Sean and I said, Hey, how much would it cost to, to wire up some Mustang switches? And, he asked all kinds of questions, made sure it was exactly what I needed, uh, charged me a very reasonable rate, got it. Like it, it turned into like 30 minutes later, I had a working guitar and it was magic. And I've reached out to them for other things. Um, he did a wiring harness for 
when I got the uh, the cremas on my uh, offset special, um, the Jazzmaster size cremas, um, because it required different um, value potentiometers than I'd had in the guitar. So he he sent me a wiring kit for that. Again, stupid easy. Uh, and this weekend he had sent me. So uh, you know I did those Fender. Uh, I'm sorry, Squire Starcaster demo. The the demo of my Squire Starcaster. Um, right. People had asked uh, about like doing upgrades and things, and one person in particular uh, wanted to to hear what it sounded like with upgraded wiring. So I reached out to Sean, and of course he came through as the gentleman and the scholar that he is. Uh, first, he sent me just a simple upgraded thing. He's and he was you know very honest. Like Squire does pretty good stuff, but he's just thought the value of the pots was wrong on the tone. So he sent me something, hmm. um, and at the same time, he had sent me a few months ago um, a wiring kit for that $25 guitar, that Mustang body and Bronco neck. Um, he had sent me that, and I finally got around to wiring that up yesterday. And Mustang, you know, just instead of it being like 30 points of soldering, it was three. And, like, it was the point where, like, I... <laughs> I messed up by not, like, I messed up uh, on my own. Well, I didn't really mess up. I just couldn't fit all of the wiring from, so, okay, I'll talk about it later. So even having to do it twice took me 45 minutes tops, having to, like, just completely redo it for, because of my own fault. Um, and then I went on to do the Squire Starcaster, and uh, I was having, it was just a mess. It was a complete mess. Um, and like, I was not, it wasn't working and I was reaching out to Sean and he was so responsive and just talking me through it. It's like, I was just like, I, I'm just screwing up. And, you know, he just kind of was just encouraging to me and together we figured out what the issue was and now it's, it's great. And it just like that level of, of helpfulness I think not everybody would do that. And I'm not sure I would have the patience to to be as helpful as, as he is. And uh, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about, you know, Sean and Gun Street wiring um, and how that he and his brand have so elevated my confidence to do my own work on my own guitars, which it just feels really good when you go in and you can do it. Um, without having to, you know, slink on over to trading musician or whatever and paying somebody else 85 bucks an hour to, to do something that, you know, would take 30 minutes because yeah, you can do it. And that's just, I, yeah, uh, I'm rambling at this point, but thank you, Sean. And thank you, Gun Street Wiring. Uh, <laughs> I was not paid to say this. <laughs> Rock on. Your turn. <laughs> my turn oh man so uh, where do I go with this shoot so part of me really wants to say Earthquaker devices because they've been so rad to me over the years and I, I think I'm going to keep them as an honorable mention for uh, looking back recently uh, not because of anything they did or did not do just uh, I, I think I'd want to take this moment to shout out uh spruce effects yay brian 
Yes, Brian has been super awesome to us this year uh, with the build of the Mount Hood and that whole project. And um, yeah, incredibly thankful for everything he's done for the podcast. Um, and I shoot, I mean, now that I'm already on multiple folks, uh, I, I'm going to have to jump to one more and I'm going to have to say Sinusoid. Oh, yes, totally. Uh, and all the Sinusoid Squatch Covenant. Absolutely. Y'all have been incredibly rad to me um, in the last, uh, particularly the last six months or so, and been incredibly grateful to have partnered with you and to uh, see what the future is going to have for any future partnerships and just kind of how that relationship goes. So I've been super excited for this, and I think it's been uh, particularly on a personal, really cool to have uh, some friends in the industry that are local. Other than uh, yeah, it, it, not to get like too gushy or anything, but it, it's been really neat to feel uh, you guys pull me in uh, as one of your own so quickly. And yeah, I, I really, really appreciated that. So uh, to Andy and the gang, thank you so much. And looking forward to uh, the upcoming years, since I don't think any of us are going anywhere yeah, anytime soon. I hope not. <laughs> so which one was next all right uh i think we're down to our last one which is going to be product no i thought we were um, doing which person. is i guess that would be alphabetically correct all right well that that was your call so you, you get to go first for person <laughs> i barely held it together without getting too mushy and sniffly for that last one <laughs> Uh, I think that we should uh, promise to not say each other because I think that should be a given. Uh, in the industry... Speak for yourself. Well, this is about to get awkward then because I'm going to say Ryan Burke from Six <laughs> Yeah, Aww. Ryan has just been really supportive of us and the podcast. And so is Steve. So I really feel like I should mention Steve. But I've talked with I talked with Ryan a lot more this year as I, you know, kind of got up the the... The, uh, the balls I guess to do demos and um, kind of talking through my process with him and his process and what he's found to work and getting advice from him um, yeah I, I, I just think that's a really nice thing um, and that's he's just a really really good person and I'm, I'm thankful for Ryan and also Steve but for this the sake of the demo channel thankful for Ryan <laughs> all right all right um, well, here, here's where I get to, man, I, I, I thought I was done with being all gushy, but here, here goes, uh, I'm going to, for my person, I'm going to have to say Aaron Abubo. And Aaron! That, that, that may come as a shock to some. Uh, From the I'm, Gear Slum to people who don't know. Yeah. Gear Slum is a great podcast. You should listen to them, especially if you're not offended easily. Um, even if you are, I think you should listen to I really I don't, yeah, they're, they're not they're not offensive. <laughs> they just have dry no. senses of humor. Agreed. So I no I, and I only say that uh, just because I like to to snipe at Aaron a little bit um, on the interwebs and have a little bit of fun. Uh, but the the reality is, and I swear that this isn't a joke, um, because there's been an ongoing joke of uh, Aaron being someone's mentor um, through some online uh, Facebook mentorship program forum uh, shenanigans that have happened in the last year. Uh, but in all seriousness, though, uh, Aaron's actually reached out to me on a handful of occasions um, and actually been a really great resource for some personal stuff. Uh, and without getting into too much detail on that, Aaron is truly one of the kindest guys in the industry um, among all the podcasters, I think. 
and uh, his his kindness and his willingness to listen and to to be there to talk through some stuff uh, has been super rad. And I'm I'm really hoping and still sorting out some details, but I'm really hoping to be able to finally meet him in person for at Nam. So I thought we yeah. were going to talk about that. No, I, I'm not getting my hopes up yet. I, I'm just for the sake of seeing Aaron, I really hope I can make it up there. And yeah. Yeah. No. Not to not to let the cat out of the bag too much, but he's he's actually pretty pretty solid dude, and oh, he's I'm very, incredibly he's, thankful for him. He's one of my favorite, you know, gear podcasters. Not to <laughs> offend all the other gear podcasters, but uh, I like to joke with him that I can't tell if he likes me or hates me. <laughs> well, I will neither confirm nor deny that because I know the answer. <laughs> that's that tells that tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> so why yeah. does anybody like me? <sighs> It's just kindergarten all over again. <laughs> Ouch. All right. Um, Man, I, so far, I'm, I'm holding it together. I haven't cried yet. I, I've only gotten slightly sniffly at one point, and uh, I'll let you guys listen back to figure out when that was, but I'm not going to admit to it because, you know. Was it when I said I wasn't going to pick you as the person I'm thankful for? <laughs> uh, definitely not, I, but, you know. <laughs> but I'm all right. Uh, product, you first. All right, now we're finally to the uh, to the the part where I don't have to worry about getting too sniffly. Um, shoot, product. Um, well, I, I can't I can't say Fox Cairo because that's my product. That would be pretty narcissistic. Um, it would. And I, and I can't say Mount Hood because that would also be narcissistic. This was your idea and you didn't have something lined up. This is the one I've had a hard time choosing on. So here's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Cause it, it's a product but there's also been a lot of people looped in with it. Um, but it's not a product that I've made. And that's been the, the current incarnation of my trade in trade up game that I've been playing on and off this year. Uh, right now I've got a analog man modded DD five, um, which I've been playing quite a bit and I'm starting to get to the point where I think I'm ready to, um, traded up so if anyone's interested in an analog man modded dd5 it's modded for kill dry uh let me know if you want to trade something so the the original premise of the game we started back um um probably what six months ago now um, like. and it's it's it was probably in february or march uh, oh it? wow yeah the coma it's been a while ball? um anyway so we started back then i started with a uh an electro harmonics nano muff I think is what it was. And it's a pedal that brand new, I think is 40 bucks. And there's been a whole bunch of folks that have been involved in trades on that. Uh, too many for me to list out, but shout out to everybody on that. And I think that's gotta be the product I'm most thankful for because that's been a fun little, little project to, to play the trading game and see how far I can get with it. So um, I, I think I'm ready to take another step in that, in that game. So yeah, like I said, if anyone's interested, I, slide in my dms and let's talk because i'm ready for something new yeah i'm just sorry i was googling to see when the tacoma episode was oh that was that was april that was just that was just the whole year's melded together yeah oh i feel like it's usually earlier in the year okay so yeah so a little bit more mistaken um yeah so Product, I've just had a lot of. Oh, yeah, never mind. This is easy. Uh, my Tunatone. Yeah, I'm so thankful to I'm, for that 
guitar and that whole experience because mostly because of the experience it's it's i mean it's a fantastic instrument and i've have played maybe two gigs without it since i've gotten that guitar um and one was because i didn't want to fly with it and the other one was because i just gotten the new guitar and wanted to take it through the ringer a little bit but um it and not just for the guitar which i've had since um june but for the, you know, the relationship I've gotten to develop with, with the builder, Layla City, um, at the, up in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, I think Layla is just one of the best humans um, building guitars right now. And it's, it's, not like the, it's not like there isn't any competition. There's a lot of it. Uh, just the attention that she, she pays to both building the instrument and making sure that you're getting what you want in the instrument and her willingness to listen and... She's just always trying to learn more and improve things um, and just put out something that she's really proud of. And uh, she tolerates and I'll say seems seems to like me sending her uh, pictures of me playing um, the guitar because I try to take one at a I try to send her one from every show if I can. And uh, so I've just been. Yeah, I, I love that guitar. Um, as you know, I'm very excited and always happy to talk about that guitar, except when I'm sound checking <laughs> but uh it's yeah i'm i just feel very lucky to have uh been able to strike up this friendship with her um in no small part thanks to the the internet and the instagram and uh excellent events like the vancouver guitar festival um which is a guitar festival that i think proves that uh, intentional inclusion and intentional diversity can make a really wonderful wonderful event and bring a lot of very cool people together all righty i think i think we've spent a lot of time gushing yeah <clears throat> i mean that's kind of what thankfulness is all about i in my opinion i would say so yeah yeah i think so it's yeah and there's so many people to gush about. So, I mean, if you weren't the people included here, I hope you don't take offense. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 you had time to think about this, and I did not. So everything I that trying. I said was very off the cuff. Um, I guess. It was your idea. I guess that's fair. <laughs> I'm also thankful for you, Andrew, and I'm thankful to all of our listeners and this fun little community we've been able to to build up over the the past year and some change. Um, yeah, I'm thankful for everyone who listens and, and leaves a review, except for the people who in rating of, on the podcast on iTunes, except for the two people who left two star reviews. No, I'm thankful for them too. You know, it really made me think. The other, you know, <laughs> uh, I well, you know, when they just leave one star and don't do oh, yeah, don't yeah. say anything else, like I don't really know. What no, I no, no, I, th I think the standard rule like is us. feel free to be as negative as you want as long as it's constructive. So tell me how terrible I am, but then tell me why I'm terrible. Yes, I'm very thankful. Yes, I'm very thankful to the other forty five people who got forty five reviews the podcast. I like the person. I you know I, mm. I I'll even be forty nine. Forty five of them are three stars or above. Um, I like the one. I, I am thankful for the one person who said that we uh, come off like two junior high kids who play in a cover band, rambling on about very little. When they ampersand pound thirty nine, 
a semicolon re not talking about cats they are offering their opinions on gear blah 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 and things that they know very little about they ampersand pound sign three nine semicolon re probably nice enough people for all of that l ampersand pound three nine semicolon ll go two stars sorry for my review couldn't couldn't ampersand pound three nine semicolon tv nicer but there is nothing here of any value for me that was a two-star that review happens. too all right <clears throat> i'm just joking obviously something was happening with their, their keyboard <laughs> all righty well um i hope everyone has an incredible thanksgiving i hope it is spent well with friends and family and hopefully those conversations go well Yes, hopefully not too much uh, unwelcome political talk at your Thanksgiving table. Hopefully no yelling. Certainly no yelling. Hopefully just, hope it's just good times, good vibes only. Good vibes, <laughs> mandatory. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, until next time, I've been Emily. I'm Andrew. One, two, <laughs> Goodbye. Three.